P-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause Sandy Wiss is ready So get about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five somebody, rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go Good morning, everybody And welcome to the Pascal Show Yes Yes, put them hands together. You know what I mean? It's time to clap. Make it clap. You make it clap. Anyway, hope you guys are having a fantastic one. A wonderful Wednesday. It is Wednesday morning, y'all. Wake your ass up. It's time to wake up. It's time to get it going, y'all. Um, I hope you guys have had a wonderful one. I'll tell you this. You know, it's been uh, this morning was a tough one for me to get out of bed. I'm going to be completely straight funky with y'all. Uh, this morning was tough. This morning was tough, y'all. Uh, I, I worked my butt off to uh, to peel myself out of the bed um, to uh, get to a very, very early uh, workout uh, this morning. And uh, I'm going to be completely honest. That did not happen. Yes. <laughs> I uh, failed miserably today. I said that I was going to like I was like, yeah, man, you know, I've been hitting this, you know, getting to the gym, getting on a roll. You know what I'm saying? Just getting up and just doing the damn thing. You feel me? And then uh, in a roll, on a roll, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm going, oh, man, my body's feeling tight. You know, things are starting to pop out again. You know what I mean? Getting back into the groove. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this morning, my body said, oh, no, 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 no. You're going to put your ass back in bed. And I did. Yeah, I got my ass beat. Um, I beat my ass up this week just to be straight funky with y'all. And if you guys feel me on that, you know, trying to get back into the groove of of working out, getting back into shape and all that, you know, please definitely let me know. Comment down below if you feel me. If you're getting the body aches and pains, the, the muscle pains that I have right now, it is un, it's, it's indescribable how I'm mm-hmm. feeling right now. You know what I'm saying? It's another experience sitting down on the toilet. Let me just say that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, just, I'm being real. When you do squats, man, it's like forget about trying to sit comfortably anywhere mm-hmm. for like three days after you, do, after you do squats. You know what I'm saying? Anything leg-wise, I hate it, but it's necessary, right? Because we all want to look good naked, right? <laughs> so anyway, we got Jackie Buck in the house. What's a guan, man? What's up, man? How are you? Oh, yeah, Sounds you know. like uh, you're sore. So do you have any go-to, like, remedies for yourself? Like, are you putting, like, ice packs on, or you do, like, some kind of uh, vitamin supplement that helps with soreness? Uh, Biofreeze. Biofreeze. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's all chemicals. <laughs> yeah. No, no vitamins over here, love. Uh, just yeah. straight up vitamins. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then uh, real talk. Uh, so I do that. And then I have a CBD oil that I use um, that I got from one of the companies that came onto the show promoting oh, their cool. CBD oils. Um, they, they have like this bomb that I use anytime like my lower back is killing me, that kind of thing. So I use that. And uh, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's pretty much it today. I'm literally today. I'm going out and buying one of those those uh, punching mas- massager thingies. 
that goes like a thousand miles an hour. Yeah, that you can just hit and it just like punches <laughs> your your muscles and stuff. Because like I'm telling you, uh, you know, I haven't I haven't worked out. We haven't like we all have not been actively out working out for for four three four months now. So, you know, as far as like you could do body weights and all that, but when you start going and hitting weights, y'all, it's like, bruh. Mm-hmm. It's another experience. You know, you're, you're used to just using a 30 pound dumbbell all day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, at least for me, I'm just speaking on my own behalf because it's not like I have my own personal gym up in this piece. You know what I mean? Man, I wish I did. Shoot. Hey, this, I, this I, I see that list of that free uh, workout set up from Craigslist. No, I'm good on all that mess. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that trash. I'm good on that mess. That was trash. Bruh, that was trash. Well, I think it was literally in the trash. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. A curb alert. Yeah, it was on on the curb and said, "Come get it, it's free." And I looked at it. I'm like, "What is that?" Whenever you have to look at it and like zoom in, and you're going like, "The hell is that?" (laughs) Most of the time, it's trash. You know what I'm saying? It's it's. There's a reason why it's on the curb. There's a reason why it's just there for free, on the free nonza nonza. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, there's a lot of things that we got to talk about today. There's a lot to talk about. Um, so we're going to have some fun talking about all those things. And I appreciate everybody uh, talking uh, about working out, getting your pump up, pump you up. You, you know up. what I mean? Uh, and I'm telling you, y'all, like, you know, my body's bouncing back. It's just that certain parts of my body are uh, more sore than others, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you're used to doing if your body's used to doing a certain workout a lot and then you change it up. Your body starts to talk. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so that's what it is. You know, I'm just trying to get my life, my body, not my life. My life is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do this every day. What are you talking about? It is a blessing that I get to do this every day. But I'm trying to get my, my body on point. You know what I mean? My body back because my body used to be pretty noise. Noise, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Rona came and uh, kind of mucked it all up. You know what I'm saying? So I've been uh, working on trying to get my stuff. You know, I've been working on my fitness. You know what I mean? A little shout out to our friend, Miley. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, so Tanner Vane said, I feel you. I woke up early to get some work done and to catch the start of the show. Thank you so much, man. By the way, Tanovane, where are you commenting from again? Because I I forgot. I don't know where you're commenting from, so I'd love to know. Uh, Getting the pump back uh, feels great. Yes, it does. It feels freaking amazing, man. Especially the day that you go in for the first time and you you literally uh, get that first, like you go and work out and you just get that first pump in and you're, you're wearing that, kind of tight shirt but kind of not at the same time and all of a sudden everything just swells up you're like oh i feel good you know what i mean like you you know like i can rip this building apart with my back you know what i mean but um it feels good sometimes you know deadlifts uh are bad for my back so i can't really do a whole lot of them tanu i'm just gonna be real straight funky with you um i got a bad lower back so i have to be really careful when it comes to uh deadlifts uh so I don't really do a whole lot of them um, solely because I don't want to end up not being able to walk. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Sciatica. It's a beautiful thing. I don't wish it on anybody. You don't want it. Trust me. 
you don't want it. Anyway, I've literally thrown out my back, bending down to pick up a remote control. I'm not mm-hmm. kidding you. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Oh, my God. So I don't wish that on anybody. So the fact that you can do deadlifts makes me so jealous. But that's the thing. I'm trying to get my, my body back on point so that I can do deadlifts uh, and, you know, strengthen the muscles around the ish that's going on in my body so that uh, I could do those kind of things. You know what I mean? But enough about working out. I mean, well, hold on. I got to give a shout out to Malia. Malia, all the way from Australia. She said, I represented Australia in a natural body (laughs) bodybuilding. I'm done. I'm sorry. And um, had uh, all those days. Yep. I I had a few a few of all those days. Yep. Just terrible. Just terrible. Just like that accent that I tried to do. Just terrible. <laughs> Just terrible. Um, Aaron on Facebook. Good, e- uh, good evening. Good morning. Good, good morning. Good, bid you good evening. It, it's good <laughs> evening for Malia, actually, or good afternoon. Every single time I do this, I ask, what time is it in Australia right now? Damn it. It's evening. It's evening, right, Jack? Uh, Come on, speak on it. Tell me I'm it right. It is currently 12:21 a.m. in Australia, as of Canberra. Thank you. ACT time. Okay. See, Canberra. Did you say Canberra? No, Canberra. Canberra. C-A-N-B-E-R-R-A. There you go. Mm, there you go. Canberra. Canberra. Not Canberra. Canberra. Mm, Canberra. There you go. There you go. Um, yes. Thank you, Malia. She said it too. She said it's 12, 1227 Thursday morning. Her wow. clock's fast. I know. <laughs> way too fast, man. <laughs> Your clocks are way too fast, y'all. Way too fast. Jacqueline, good morning. Thank you so much for commenting in and being a part of the chat. Comment down below. Let us know where you're commenting from. I asked this from for everybody. Um, and uh, oh, so Tanavane is in Colorado. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Hopefully the uh, he's west side of the Rockies. Rocky Mountain High. Isn't that a song? Isn't that a song? Come on. I know Rocky Jack. Mountain Oysters. I, I thought the Rocky Mountain High. Isn't that a yeah, song? Uh, Come on now. Denver. Uh, Somebody Denver. John Denver. There you go. Isn't it? Isn't that him? Yeah. Rocky Mountain High. John yeah, there Denver. You there you go. Certainly is. There you go. There you go. And Canberra is the capital of Australia. There you go. Thank you, John Caitlin. (laughs) God forgive me. I'm sorry. Malia is so sick of me saying, (laughs) trying to do these. I guarantee you she's sick of me doing this stuff, man. Real talk. The, uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, Stand up of you just doing impressions with different accents. Terrible, terrible accents the the whole time. <laughs> That'd be fun as hell. Uh, she said, "Great accent, keep it coming." Okay, okay. <laughs> Don't egg him on. <laughs> Great accent, keep it coming. <laughs> yeah, baby. Woo. Okay. Anyway, uh, she okay. Jacqueline said originally from New York City, now in Huntsville, Alabama. Okay, enjoying your show. Thank you so much. Good morning, Robert Branner. Uh, thank you. Knoxville, Tennessee. Good morning from Knoxville, Tennessee. Thank you so much for coming in and being a part of the Pascal Show. Definitely, if you haven't done it yet and you're just t- jumping in, 
please go hit that like button down below. Uh, even if you just enjoy my terrible, terrible accents or you just really enjoy this mighty, mighty beard. You never know. Uh, you never know what gets you guys going, uh, what you enjoy. Uh, we are going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff here. I just felt like, you know, messing around. Um, oh, Tanu Vane. You know, that's a very good question. Uh, a quick story. Quick story. Uh, Tanu Vane just said, why did you leave New York City? Um, I was wondering before. Okay, so let me, let me tell you the reason why I left New York City. Um, okay, so... Long story short, I lived in New York, uh, went to NYU there, uh, you know, lived there for a very, very long time, was bartending for a really long time um, out there, <laughs> basically professional bartender and uh, hated it, hated it. Uh, so <laughs> deep cut. Anyway, uh, really, really hated doing that stuff. I was just not happy. Uh, so I needed to take a break from New York City. So I came back home to St. Louis while I was home on my like two week, two week vacation away from New York City. Um, I was uh, getting up, you know, in the morning, getting myself a bowl of cereal and uh, went into. So I don't know about you guys, but. A lot of families out here. Do you have a? Does did you guys have a second refrigerator somewhere else with like extra stuff, like extra milk, extra things like in the garage type of thing? Yeah, we had a garage refrigerator. Okay, so okay, yeah. I'm not I'm not alone. Okay, because it's I feel like that's a Midwestern thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The uh, the extra refrigerator in the garage, and it's usually like the 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 uh, the refrigerator the refrigerator that used to be the original refrigerator, mm -hmm. but then you know parents upgraded. You know what I'm saying? They're like, woo, we upgrading, baby, and uh, they move the old refrigerator out into the into the garage. Well, anyway. I open up the uh, I open up the refrigerator in the kitchen, and we're out of milk. Usually, we usually because I have a big family, we have a second gallon of milk, um, <laughs> a spare gallon of milk, in this uh, in the garage uh, refrigerator. So I walked out into the garage uh, to get the milk, and I see that my dad's car is there, uh, and the car is on. It's like the car is running and I'm going, what, what the heck is going on? And don't worry, the garage door was open, all that. Um, and all of a sudden I look into the driver's seat and my dad is having a full on seizure. So, uh, of course, I ran over, opened up the door, grabbed him, carried into him into the house, uh, my sister was there as well. I told him to call, told her to call 911 because uh, he was non-responsive. And uh, so the paramedics came, got him, revived him, um, and then they took him to the, the emergency room. And this, this was the first time I've ever seen firsthand my dad have any type of episode, you know, uh, any type of, we, I like to call him, he would have spells every once in a while. And this was a really bad spell. So, um, so we went to the emergency room and the paramedics that brought him in said, Hey man, if it if you did not walk in at the right time and get him out of that car, he would not be with us right now. And my dad knew this 
as well. And uh, long story short, he, uh, I walked in to see him and he grabbed me by the hand and he said, I, I just want to say thank you and I want you to come back home. Um, and so I never went back to New York City from that point on. I ordered all my stuff to get moved back. I uh, ordered a company to basically basically pack up my entire apartment up in New York City and everything got shipped to me. I never went back to New York City. I stayed home for my dad. Now, my dad uh, recently passed um, about seven months ago. Um, he passed in November of, uh, I guess, last year. Um, and uh, yeah. You do things for your family. So that's the reason why I uh, didn't go back to New York City for my dad and for my family. And I felt like my family needed me. And uh, I don't regret it. Not one moment. So that's why I didn't go back to New York City or that's why I don't live in New York City. But everything happens for a reason. You know, I think that I would have just been there stuck bartending, miserable, <laughs> trying to figure out my life and all that. And uh, this would not have happened. This right here, you know, with my boy here, you know what I mean? Usually, you know, of course, Tom is usually here too, you know. Um, but like I said, I would not have been figuring out this. I would have been just slinging drinks and, uh, you know, bored out of my skull trying to figure out life. So, uh, yeah. I appreciate everybody's condolences. Real talk, you know? Um, yeah. So all because I wanted to make a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, which I still love more than anything in the freaking world. Um, I would have all because I needed to go get a, a, a gallon of milk. So, uh, so yeah. So there's that story. Tanner Vane. There you go. You know, the things you do for family. You know, anyway, but I'm glad you guys asked that, you know, or I'm glad you asked Tanner Vane. I don't even know how you know. I maybe I said that I've said it a billion times that I've I lived in New York City. <laughs> I know I've said that a billion times, but I'm just going to say, you know, just to be completely straight funky. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, yeah, I'm an open book. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a damn. <laughs> you know, I feel like I try to be a good dude. And, and try to lead with with good intentions. Yeah, I'm human. I make mistakes and I talk about those mistakes all the time. Like this morning, I was expecting to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. I woke up. Oh, I woke up. But then I went back to sleep. <laughs> I got up. But then I slept my balls off. And then it was time to do the show. So, you know, mistakes happen, you know, uh, John, Oh, uh, Jacqueline, thank you for the condolences. Tanu Vane, thank you. You know, uh, I'm sorry, you know, for saying I'm sorry. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? My dad is in a much better place. He was fighting. He, he's been fighting this. Uh, he died of Parkinson's disease um, or he died uh, from complications due to Parkinson's disease. Um, and, uh, you know, long story short, my dad was the bomb. You know what I mean? And uh, he was a fighter. But at the same time, I'm very happy that he is not struggling anymore because he was struggling near the, the last four, four years 
was a real struggle. But at the same time, I'm very thankful that I was there by his side throughout it all, even to his last breath. I was with him. So like I said, you know, you, you, you make choices so you can be there for your family, you know, for the things that matter the most to you. And for me, I grew up learning that family was everything and family is all you got. So I'm very, I'm happy about the choices that I've made. I'm happy I'm not in New York City, especially now. I think everything happened for a reason, so I didn't get caught up there with the Rona. Let's just keep it real, too. You know what I'm saying? Everything happens for a reason. I would have been caught up in that piece, just locked up, just trying to dodge like like this, like <laughs> machine gun bullets. Nah, I'm good. You know what I mean? So everything happens for a reason, you know? So thank you. Thank you, everybody who's tuning in and showing their condol- condolences and showing the love. I really appreciate it. Real, real freaking talk. You guys are amazing. You guys are the Pascal nation, Pascal family. You know what I mean? I really do appreciate all y'all, you know, real talk. But anyway, uh, John Caitlin said, uh, Pascal, you're a real man. Good for you for that. We need more people in media, Hollywood, et cetera, like you. Thank you. If you have any friends that are looking for a, you know, any Hollywood execs that are looking for like a, a, a black uh, late night talk show host, holla at your boy. You know what I'm saying? Just saying. Shameless plug. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Ajiki, hello, sweetheart. Thank you so much for the condolences. But yeah, like I said, these are old, you know, these are these are things, you know, of course, it will probably be in the. You know, we we talked about it, uh, you know, last month when it was his six month uh, anniversary since he passed. Um, And I'm sorry for talking about my dad for so much. I'm sorry, Jack. Um, Hey, it's okay, man. But at the same time, I mean, I'm sure, you know, one year will be near Thanksgiving time. And, uh, you know, we'll be, you know, talking about that. And for for my international friends, um, for the international nation. okay. Thanksgiving usually is right around the the end of November. So I know I'll probably be emotional and talking about that because that'll be his one year anniversary. But uh, at the same time, you know, these are things that, you know, what what the life is about. By the way, shameless plug. okay? because we got a couple shameless plugs to do here in a little bit. But this has to do with my dad. I did an interview with my dad two years ago. and it's on, it's on my YouTube channel. So if you guys want to have a sit down and check it out, it's emotional. It's all get out. But it is definitely a, a wonderful uh, interview where I just got to talk to him. And the thing is, is that one, one of the things that was really cool is that we had an adult conversation. You know how it is. You're, you're a kid. They're the, the adult. Um. And there's a lot of things I feel like parents and kids don't get to actually address or talk about between each other. And that's the those are the things that we really talked about in this interview. So if you ever get a chance and you just want to see my dad and see how amazing and, and, and lovely and wonderful he was and still is because he's still with me. Um, check it out. It's just called a conversation with my dad. And it's on the uh, YouTube channel. So. Take a take a peek. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think Jack just sent the link. Thank you. 
Thank you, yeah. Jack. See, this is this is why we work together. You feel me? <laughs> ah, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, Jack, thank you so much, brother. I appreciate that. Man, you know what's messed up? I, I just saw that there's five down votes on on that video. You want to know why that there's five down votes? There's crazy people out in the world. There's the, well, there's crazy people out there in the world, but the people don't understand. Like it is a conversation between son and father, between father and son, and I, you know, I have a lot of things that I want to say. And there's a lot of things that he says, and there's this, these questions that we have. And of course, everyone's going to sit there and look at it like, oh, you know, here's one thing. Here's a, you know, oh, don't you understand? Like, you know, there, one of my things was that growing up, my father worked his butt off. He was a workaholic. All he did was work. But as a kid, that made me feel some type of way. Because I'm, I'm Haitian, you know, I'm a Haitian American, first generation uh, Haitian American. Uh, my father was a workaholic. All he did was work, 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 work. Uh, but I understood as a kid growing up in America and you're seeing like TV shows like The Wonder Years or, or something like that or or Silver Spoons or cheesy TV shows like that where the father and son are throwing and playing catch out in the, in the field, you know, in the front yard and all that. I didn't have that. You know, we didn't throw a football when we were kids, you know, when uh, when I was a kid, you know, and he was a, a young father. You know, we didn't have those things. He was busy making the monies, you know what I mean? Securing them bags. So I didn't really have a strong relationship as a kid with him. So we talk about that on on this interview. And I just am. I'm just blurting out what I'm saying. I just blurt out what I say. I'm saying this because it's something that's been bottling up in me for, for years. Now, some people went in in the comments, which is fine that shoot people are entitled to their opinions. They don't know my, they don't know my family. They don't know my, my, my relationship with my dad. They don't know any of that. So they're sitting there going, Oh, how dare you talk over him or how dare you speak to him in that way? I'm not speaking him to him in any disrespectful way, but people are crazy. <laughs> That's basically what I see it as people are nuts, but it's a good interview and I also say that I understand, like, in, I, I felt some type of way for years as a kid, but then I got to talk to him. And, but then at the same time, being a man myself, I understand why he had to make certain sacrifices. That's what's being said in the video. But I feel that a lot of people don't watch the whole video. They hear, they see a glimpse or they see a snippet and then they go, <gasps> clutching my pearls how dare he say it and it's like no i'm not saying anything bad you see what i'm saying gotcha it's like watch the whole thing and then judge and that's what happens with a lot of videos on this channel period but at the same time mm. you know what i mean that's just kind of what it is you know um so please take take a look at it Take your time, you know what I mean? If you get a chance to check it out. Like I said, it was, an, it was a really beautiful conversation. Um, I miss him a lot. And uh, I feel like parents and children, uh, you know, of a certain age, at a certain age, adult, adults with their parents should have those conversations at some point. Because one thing that you want to learn from your parents is not only 
how to grow up to become a man or a woman or an adult, but how to continue life as one or learn from their mistakes. And that's basically what I was trying to do in that in that video, like trying to encourage people to have those tough conversations with their with their parents, you know, and uh, I've always had a very strong bond with my mom. I'm not saying I don't have a strong bond with my dad. Clearly, I do. But my relationship with my dad is totally different from my relationship with my mom, you know. So. That's it. I love all you guys. <laughs> anyway, time for another shameless plug. So, yeah, go check that out if you can. I'd really appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Take the time to check it out. You know what I'm saying? If you're, you're you know, down for a little tearjerker, you know, it, you know, it makes you want to, you know, uh, get makes your eyeballs sweat a little bit. It, it might do that. But um, or it might just in, in, in inspire you to pick up a phone and call your parents and just talk to them. You know, have a convo. Um, anyway, moving on. Another shameless plug. I'm throwing this over the Jackie Buck. Uh, we do have some cool things. Like, we don't get to do this very often, so I figured we should do this today uh, or start doing this because I know that some people have been doing this so far, and I appreciate all y'alls for doing it and stuffs. But um, I know that there's some other people that would love to help support the show uh, and all that, and we got some dope, dope-ass merch. Jackie, talk about it. So, yeah, we do got some things, and we're going to keep on trying to add more stuff in and add in some of, uh, I don't know, the like the sayings or the, like the, the quirky things that come out of Pascal's mouth. <laughs> and we'll try to keep it, you know, trending uh, within that. Uh, but we also have just some other hoodies and shirts and uh, mugs uh, with the logo on it and a couple with Pascal's face on it. Uh, and we got some non- hospital grade masks with the pascal show logo uh so but yeah you can go and uh, check out um teespring and i'll put the link in the chat but it's uh let's see teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash the dash pascal dash show yes so they put that link up in there. Yeah. But yeah, everybody, uh, if they want today uh, and for the rest of the month, we have a coupon code. Uh, yes. And you can use PASCAL in all caps and either get 10% off that way. Yeah. Or you can use the word grounds, as in coffee grounds, and use Ooh. that on a coffee mug and you can get free shipping. Word. I love that. And here's the thing. Uh, I know that a couple people have had uh the coffee mugs actually i'm gonna pull one of them up because you know we we've been getting some some love and support from some people some amazing people and uh i want to be able to show you guys just a little bit you know of what of what these uh these mugs be looking like bruh you know tanu vane for example uh went ahead and got himself one which i really do appreciate We uh, I did show the uh, there was another one that he had where it was him or uh, where it was the mug next to his uh, his pug. And uh, this one is just the mug by itself. <clears throat> 
but you could take a look at that. A pug it, mug? Uh, uh, yeah, it was a pug with a mug. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, this one is not with the pug, but this is what the mug looks like. You know what I'm saying? But now, of course, you could do it in different colors. Etc. 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 But um, yes, uh, so you guys can get that mug just like that in all of its glory. And if you type in grounds in all caps, by the way, Jack, is yep. it all in caps? Grounds yep. in all caps on the Teespring website, which Jack probably just put. Yeah, he just definitely put it in the chat. You can get free shipping on the mugs itself or you type in. Keyword Pascal, all caps. If you don't know how to spell it, then I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how you found this show. Um, I, I kid. Um, but if you type in Pascal in all caps, you get 10% off anything in the store right now as we speak till the end of this month. And we'll keep pushing, keep reminding y'all about this, you know, every mm -hmm. single, every single show. Um, and of course, you know, I appreciate the love. Uh, and the support, because I know some people like Debbie has bought one uh, mug, uh, Tano Vane bought a mug. Uh, and I know that there's other people that have gotten uh, some T-shirts from, you know, from playing some games on the show um, and all that. So I appreciate everybody being <laughs> being uh, supportive. John Caitlin, exactly. Securing the bags, OK, and getting the monies. You know what I'm saying? Now, these are T-shirts that I'm working on getting right now as we speak. Um, hopefully I have one that I'll be rocking tomorrow on the show. Real talk. You know, we got him dead. We got securing the bags, making the monies. Like we got, you know, there's some, there's some other ones other than just a logo of like what Jack has behind him. Just the logo, uh, the Pascal show logo. You know, we're trying to, we're trying to zhuzh it up if you will. You know what I mean? Je ne sais quoi. You know what I'm saying? Zhuzh it up a little bit with the uh, the swag that we got, that new drip, um, so that not only do you look good wearing the stuff, but people are like, damn, that's a dope shirt. Where do you get that, bruh? And it's like, oh, yeah, this is the Pascal Show shirt. But they don't know because it's not like just some big old logo in your face. You feel me? You know. So anyway. Yeah. Keep an eye out yeah. for those fanny packs, too, you know. <laughs> oh oh yeah fanny packs oh man watch out the the f boys will be coming through with that stuff horde horde you know what i'm saying but um but anyway uh i digress we gotta we gotta jump into some news right we gotta yep. jump into some of these news newsy news now part of our top news stories of the of the day is uh well, I'm not surprised about this. I'm just going to be straight funky with y'all. Uh, Kanye West is officially out of the presidential race for 2020. Are you surprised? Are you surprised yet, y'all? Because I'm not. <laughs> so he apparently reveals that he dropped out of the presidential rate race because um, it was... Uh, he, he, the bid was serious... But he realized that, uh, well, I guess the bid was serious with a 880, uh, 180 campaign staff hired to, to help him get the ballot in uh, Florida and in uh, South Carolina. But I guess he started to realize that it was just way too much stuff to do in very, very little time. 
Um, he reportedly uh, decided to call it quits on his run in the 2020 presidential election less than two weeks after he, he his his marked after he he first marked his entrance into the race, uh, according to the intelligencer, whatever. Uh, West hired a campaign staff who were looking into getting his name listed as a third party candidate in Florida and several other states. But the team has now reportedly been told the bid is off. So. I guess he really was serious. Excuse me. I guess he really was serious about this. Uh, uh, Apparently there was a hundred and eighty campaign staff 180 people working to to get the working on working in the ground um in florida but then i guess the he made a decision he called all this stuff off why i think it was way too late there was way too many things to do and he didn't have enough time to do it that's it i am not surprised about this at all in the slightest bruh not at all i mean come on y'all you know at first i was like man if this is really real i want to see him actually make effort you know i said hey where's his campaign staff where's his people where are the signatures you know so that he can put his name on the ballot in the in these specific states then all of a sudden it's like oh wait i have to do how many i have to have how many signatures bruh in how many days bruh i don't know so clearly clearly this was i don't know i feel like this was a a a moment like he was having a spell you know he was having one of his moments that he has every once in a while you know slavery was a choice remember that no one remember that? Mm-mm. Yeah. So I think that he's having one of his spells. Like he was having one of his moments and then he realized, oh, damn, that's not a good idea. Now there's going to be people now. I feel like now he has literally shot himself in the foot. Why, you ask? Because now people are not going to take him seriously if he decides to run for 2024. If he runs for 2024 and he actually does it in the, the, the full longevity of the election process and campaign run, people will take him seriously, obviously, but he will never live down this moment that happened in this year. People are going to sit there and go, well, he might not be all the way together. That's what I, that's what I think. That's what I personally think. But at the same time, (laughs) shoot, 2020 has been weird. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) God knows what 2024 is going to be like. You know what I'm saying? There might be aliens that walk amongst us by then. You know what I'm saying? We all might have have grown third eyes by that by that point. I don't know. There are so many weird things that that like now anything's possible reality is so weird now that i'm just kind of i'm just rolling with it you know but i do think that they will if he tries if he decides to commit fully in 2024 they're only going to dangle this over his head 
saying, is he mentally fit? Because he did talk some crazy stuff. He did get on that Forbes uh, interview. He showed his ass in that Forbes interview. He's talking crazy still. He was going to do it. Now he's bowed out. Is this the kind of is this the kind of president that we want in the White House? I think that's what's what's going to happen. Jack, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. You needed to get one hundred and thirty two thousand plus votes. Oh, no big deal. Florida piece of cake in a, in a week. Ah, so, that's a piece of cake. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? That's a piece of cake. And so you have that's to get a piece of cake. just about nineteen thousand signatures a day. Bruh. Uh, so you got to figure if you can, how many people do you have to have on the ground to be able to get that many signatures? Because it's not going to be every door you knock on. It's going to be signing that, that, that line. So, and there's not like there's large groups of people that are out and about, maybe they went to Disney world. Maybe they could get a lot of people there because yeah. that's the only place that has a large enough gathering of crowds to be able to go and solicit a lot of people at one time. Otherwise everything else is, you know, kind of on, I guess in Florida they're, they're open. So, but not like, you know, normal. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, you still got to go door to door. You got to get a lot of votes that way. And it just, I don't know. It's, it just was unrealistic. Yeah. Definitely but unrealistic. 20, uh, but I, you know, I think the whole time that he was just going for the 2024, if, if he said, if God appoints him in 2020, then that's the, the way he would be appointed. And, you know, that's, uh, it just doesn't look like he had an overnight, uh, you know, response that just put him on the on the ballot. Maybe that's what he was expecting. It was like, I'm running, and then have this outpouring of support and get him on all the ballots. Yeah. But, you know, it's not a magic wand, unfortunately. No. And, and, and the thing is, is no matter, <laughs> no matter if you have people who actually love your music, love your clothing, yeah, there's going to be a good portion of people that are going to be, there's going to be a small percentage, okay, right off the bat, just off that, mm -hmm. that are going to support you just because you are Kanye. Just like there was a portion of people that were instantly going to vote Trump because he's just Trump, because of the brand he's built. Let's just be completely honest on that, on that part, at, at the bare bones, bare minimum. And when he first started going off and started going in at, um, to, to run for president, yeah, he has his hardcore supporters, just like Kanye West would have hardcore supporters. But you can't tell me that, you know, you can't tell me that uh, people going boots on the ground, going door to door, getting those signatures that everyone's like, Kanye West. Hell yeah, Kanye West. Where, where do I sign at? Hell no. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're getting nine doors slammed in your face out of 10. You know, you're still getting that 10 percent. But you still got to do a lot of walking to get 132,000 signatures. It's, it's crazy, you know? Any nation, if, uh, if Kanye is crazy, and despite that, uh, if Kanye is crazy, and despite that he becomes a billionaire, then there's no excuse for anyone not to su succeed in this country. Absolutely. I can see that. He is crazy. I mean... He he's crazy and he's a millionaire, but he got him. He became a millionaire because of his art. He became a millionaire because of his, his creati creativity, not because of his political theories, of his political thought. Not at all. You know, that's just a new thing. And I think that he's starting to wax political because of. He's getting influenced by Kim. That's what I think. You know, he's getting a little bit of that Kim going on. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, Tano Vane, I agree. He's an amazing producer. He's a, he's a beast. You know what I'm saying? The dude, is a, the dude is a creative genius. Is he a political genius? I don't think so. I don't think so. Unless he runs for president, he becomes president, and he steps back and lets Kim Kardashian run that ish. That's another possibility. And I'm not sitting here saying that she's a political genius either. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not trying to allude to that fact, but... I feel like that would it would be a joint <laughs> excursion with both of them, you know, where they both be leading in a way. Because Kim Kardashian is not all about being in the background. She ain't trying to play. She ain't trying to be in the back seat, you know, chilling. Wait a second. Anyway, <laughs> maybe she is, but you never know. We've we've seen. I don't know about y'all, but I've I've seen the sex tape. Um. Anyway. Uh, but then you're right, Yogi Fish. Then Kim should run herself. Kim should run her damn self. You feel me? But uh, we'll, we will have to wait and see <clears throat> what comes of it in 2024. But here's the other thing, though. Okay? This is the wonderful thing about it. Him bowing out right now, not only, like, yes, the bad side of it, it makes him look bad for a second there. Yes, it does make him look bad. It makes it seem like he's having a, one, of his, one of his moments. He's having a spell, okay? But at the same time, this gives him four years to get his stuff right. There's a lot you can do in four years. There's a lot you can do to reshape and reorganize your image. So if he really wants to go and go down that that route of if he really wants to go down that route of running and that has uh, uh, presidential uh, uh, aspirations. Now he has four years to get his stuff right. And I, I understand that he's not really using meds. He's not on meds right now because it it stunts his creativity. Um, and and I understand I understand why how he feels. I'm not saying that's the right thing, but I understand how he feels. So then I go, okay, if there's a way that you can do this, maybe there's a way he can turn this so it can be something profitable for him in the on a presidential scale and reinvent himself. I mean, Kim Kardashian basically has reinvented herself over the past couple decades now. You know, she started with a sex tape and now she's a billionaire. You know, anything's possible, man. You know what I mean? Even Kanye said it. You could do anything if, if magic made it. Facts. <laughs> I'm just being real. It's the facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got Jay-Z who used to sell crack on a corner. Used to push weight. Used to drug deal. And now he's a multi-billionaire. Like he's a multi-millionaire. Billionaire, I think, too. I think. I don't want to misquote. But at the same time, he making the monies. You know what I'm saying? He got the monies. So when I see that, it's like, all right. Anything's possible if, you know, anything is possible if you have the right team, you have some time on your hands, and you shape the next four years. And you just make sure the next four years are on point, y'all. That's it. I, you know, Yogi, Yogi Fish. No, I'm not taking Kanye serious at all. I'm really not. 
But I'm just saying, if I were him and if I were in his shoes and I wanted people to take me seriously, these are the things that I would do at least. If everybody already sees me as this crazy genius artist and that's all they see me as and the only opportunity I have is to show them that I'm not some crazy genius artist, that I'm a sane genius artist, <laughs> then I would be using those four years, these next four years, almost methodically getting everything on point. So that when I do run in 2024, they're not going, what? This, is, this doesn't make any sense. No, they're like, oh man, you know, the last four years he's been killing it. He's been doing this, this, and this, and this. He's been speaking more. He's been saying things. He hasn't been having as many spells or any at all. He's exonerated all these prisoners. He's done this, this, and this. He's trying to get these uh, bills pushed or he's trying to get behind this particular politician or this particular movement, blah, blah, blah. You know, at least that's what I think. You know, <clears throat> flavor, flavor, VP. Ah! Mr. Super, I'm done. Fitty for <laughs> fitty for AG. Oh my God, I'm done, y'all. I'm done. <laughs> Yogi Fish said, "I would never play poker against you, Pascal. You're good. LOL." <laughs> so, anyway, the, these are the things that I would say. Like, you just need to, you know, we need to look. Like, he needs to look into if he was going to jump in. And do that. If he was going to dive all the way in, you know what I mean? Um, that's something that he needs to do for sure. Uh, Dretton uh, LaFog on Twitch. What up? Thank you so much for watching. Uh, said, uh, please, no more celebrity presidents. I want real trained people who um, all they want to do, all they want to do is help the, this country by being a government professional. Um, I would actually love to see some real politicians in the, you know, running. Um, I don't know if that's going to be like that for a while, though, because I think that there's going to be a lot of people that believe that they have one, they have the money two, that they believe they know how to run this country. That's what I think. I mean, that's kind of how we do this show, right? There are people who are on this show or there are people who will call in angry you know, or we get angry because we all feel like we have the solution to how to run this country. Everyone, every last one of us, you know, is in our fields, you know, and goes, no, this is how we should run this country. You're wrong. You know, you, you, your opinions are, are, are trash because this is how we should run this country. And I feel like a lot of people, especially the ones that are millionaires billionaires they most definitely think that they know how to run this country just because they know how to balance their checkbook or have a team to balance their checkbook they automatically think oh we know how to run this country this is what we need to do blah 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 carry the one done that solves the crack problem in the black community you know what i mean and it's like no it's not it's not that simple you know and i think i think trump is realizing that as well obviously you know um, for someone who is not a politician, not bashing anybody, not Trump bashing today. You know, we're not doing that. But I'm just saying for someone who doesn't do it on the reg and all of a sudden they walk in and they're going, whoa, what? wait, I got to read all this. What? When, when do I have time to sleep? Oh, I don't sleep. 
Oh, okay. Well, l- let me have my phone. I don't get my phone. Wait, I don't get Twitter. Oh, no, no. I'm getting my phone. I'm getting my Twitter. If I got to read all this stuff, I get my Twitter. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. <laughs> Uh, we will be right back. Uh, we'll be talking about this. This is some crazy stuff. Nick Cannon has been canceled, like hard canceled. This stuff is crazy. And we're going to show you the video clip and we're going to talk about it and do a deep dive. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal show. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like I always say, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button down below. And if you are watching this and you've never seen this show before, welcome to the Pascal Show. Please go crush that subscribe button down below. That would really mean a lot. You know, please share, comment below, let people know about this show. Uh, We have been working really hard to get this show out there and for the uh, you guys to consume and 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 enjoy it as much as you can. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, we got to go into this next thing, which is uh, very interesting. It's very, very interesting. It's, it, you know, I, I feel, I feel kind of, I, not kind of, I feel bad. I just feel bad. Um, <laughs> no, because this is not great stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, Con- uh, Kanye, Nick Cannon, <laughs> Nick Cannon has been canceled and fired from Viacom. Now, this is huge news, okay? Uh, I'm going to throw this over to Jackie Buck. Uh, He got the story. Jackie, speak on it. So, uh, Viacom CBS, which is MTV's parent company, uh, and they have uh, that that show called The Masked uh, Singer, Mm -hmm. uh, and Nick Cannon was the presenter for it, the host. Um, he has been fired from there after he shared anti-Semitic conspiracy theories and comments on a June 30th episode of his Cannon's Class podcast on YouTube. Uh, so uh, Viacom said in a statement, we have spoken with Nick Cannon about an episode of his podcast, Cannon's Class, on YouTube, which promoted hateful speech and spread anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. Uh, while we support ongoing education and dialogue in the fight against bigotry, we are deeply troubled that Nick has failed to acknowledge or apologize for perpetuating anti-Semitism, and we are terminating our relationship with him. Uh, so he's had a television career with MTV and Nickelodeon for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he Viacom, Viacom CBS owned, uh, and they, they started out the sketch of Wild and Out, which yep. aired back in 2005. Um so, I mean, he's obviously got a ton of different things that he's done, mm-hmm. uh, MTV-related. Uh, so this is a huge, you know, a huge drop of a, a mainstay, you know. Huge. On, on that channel. Huge. Um, he he ain't making the monies no more. He lost, he is not securing them bags with Viacom no more. Now, we don't know if Wild and Out is completely gone but uh, apparently some people have looked it up just to see if uh, Wild Not was going to be on uh, as of like yesterday. And uh, instead, it was a rerun of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, it said it in the it said Wild Out in the uh, info in the guide, <clears throat> the, like the TV guide uh, thing on the on cable, like it was scheduled to be on. But uh, they ripped that show off like that quickly. Um, now, the thing is, is that uh, 
we're going to show you the video that he had, one of the videos uh, that he has out there circulating uh, where he was talking on his podcast. And there's yeah. some things that he says that he, <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it. Hold on. Yeah. Let me just pull this up. Hold on, Jack. It's with uh, former public enemy group member Richard Griffin, uh, known as Professor Griff. Yes. Uh, and he, um, that's during the conversation. Yeah. Now, hold on one second, okay? I got to lower this volume because uh, I'm going to pull this up, and I have a feeling it's going to start popping off, and this thing gets loud. Um, but yes, uh, this is on his podcast, and uh, let's roll that beautiful bean footage, or that unfortunate bean footage. Here we go. And let's go, let's, let's go to what it really is then. When we talk about the power of melanated people, when we talk mm -hmm. about who we really are as gods and, and understanding right. that our melanin is so power and it connects us in a way that the reason why they fear black, the reason why they fear is because they, the lack that they have of it. So then when you see what, you know, Dr. Uh, Francis C. Wellesley talked about is that fear in that 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 uh, just genetic that annihilation efficiency mm -hmm. of when you have a person that has ha, has the lack of pigment the right. lack of melanin right that they know that they will be annihilated so therefore however they got the power they 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 have the lack of compassion mm -hmm. that mel melanin comes with compassion melanin comes with huh. soul that mm -hmm. we call it we call it soul we soul brothers and sisters that's the melanin that connects us. Right. so the people that don't have it have are are a little, and I'm, I'm gonna say this carefully. <laughs> okay. Are a little less, uh, and 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 where the term actually comes from, because I'm bringing it all the way what? back around okay. to, to Minister Farrakhan, to where they may not have the compassion, or the the when they were sent to the mountains of Caucasus, when they when they didn't have the power of the sun, that was that the sun then started to deteriorate mm -hmm. them. So then they're acting out of fear they're acting out of low self-esteem they're acting out of a, a aye, deficiency aye, aye. Mm -hmm. so therefore the only way that they can act is evil the only way they can they, they have to rob steal rape kill and fight or flight okay. in, or, in order to survive exactly so then these people who didn't have what we had and when I say we I speak of the mm -hmm. melanated people right they had to be savages they had oh. to be barbaric. Oh. They had because they're in these Nordic mountains. They're in these oh my rough uh, torrential environments. Oh so my they, they're acting as animals. Right. So they're the ones that are actually closer to animals. They're the ones that are actually Woo! the true savages. And then they built up such this this I don't want to say warrior, but they built up such this 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 conquering mm -hmm. uh barbaric mentality okay okay um <clears throat> no no cannon no nick cannon um h here it is uh <laughs> somebody just said uh kanye is more sane than nick um here it is i oh boy see these are the moments when the the pend pendulum like i was talking about in the last video i put out about the the woman that was shot um the young mother that was shot um by the black lives matter uh the members of the black lives matter movement and uh 
The thing is, is now, now uh, just real quick on that story. We don't have the full story on that. There's no full story. There's only one uh, side of the story being told um, from the husband or from the uh, the fiance. So we don't have the full story on that. But that's still such a tragic story and such a sad story. Um, Nick Cannon, though, here it is. He's he's he is sounding exactly like what white supremacists sound like. He's saying exactly he is basically going on this black supremacist uh, uh, tirade that does not look good because he's sitting there. He basically just called white people savages. Barbarians. That's not how we should be. Aren't we supposed to all be getting along here? Aren't we supposed to be Rodney Kinging it in a way? Not the when he got beat, but I'm saying the aren't we all supposed to get along? Quote. Isn't that the whole purpose of it? Then it's like, then you have a show like Wild and Out. Then why do you have white people on the your show, Wild and Out? Why do you have diversity on your show? If if you really think that of white people, then you shouldn't be having your show with white people. If you think that they're savages. If you think they're soulless, if you think they don't have soul, then why are you rocking with them? So, man, Nick Cannon, bruh, damn, yeah, homie, so you don't do he, that. You, you do, but this is a, this is a, sorry, Jack, one one second. Okay. This this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing that we are trying not to have happen. We are trying to have equality. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to have positivity on both ends so that we all can get along, that we can all have a wonderful world. You know what I'm saying? We can have our cake and eat it too. We can love who we want to love. You know? But when you start saying stuff like that, that's like, like I keep saying, the pendulum is swinging towards the negative. And that's not where we need to go. We need to start finding a happy medium. Now, he also has been getting in trouble as well because he had Farrakhan, Louis Farrakhan, on his, sh- on his show recently. And I'm going to say this, too. He got in trouble for that. But also, here's something funny. Arsenio Hall got in trouble for the exact same thing. He brought Farrakhan on his show, and then his show weeks later got canceled. And those are facts, Jack. And I didn't mean you, Jack, but you know what I'm saying. This is not a place that you need to be talking like this this is not the area that you need to be talking like this this is not the time for you to be talking like this because you want to know what's going to happen the extreme right is going to take what he's saying and throw it back in our faces and say this is exactly what the black lives matter movement is thinking and this is exactly what the black lives matter movement is all about and it's not at least in my personal opinion Damn, you just shot yourself in the foot, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Damn, man. Damn. Damn, man. You don't do that. Bruh. Sorry, Jack. What were you going to say, man? Because, I, I mean, I would, love uh, to, I would love to know what you think as a white person in regards to hearing something like that. Because I'll, I'll be real. What he said is basically what we've heard from white people. As far as black people, on the black people's side... That's exactly what we've heard from white people for hundreds, centuries. Let's just be real. You know what I'm saying? So I'm wondering what it's like to hear it on the opposing, like on the other side, when the shoe is on the other foot. 
What are your thoughts, yeah, man? It's not just a white thing. It's a white and Jewish thing. So true. You know, I, I don't really have that perspective. Um, you know, but hearing anybody call another person a savage or uh, anything, and you know, doesn't fit well with anybody. So you know, it, it, he responded in a tweet thread um, saying, "Anyone who knows me knows that I have no hate in my heart nor malice intentions. I do not condone hate speech nor the spread of hateful rhetoric. We're living at a time." is more important than ever to promote uni- unity and understanding. Uh, and he goes on to say, the black and Jewish communities have both faced enormous hatred, oppression, persecution, and prejudice for thousands of years. And many ways have and will continue to work together to overcome these obstacles. Um, I'm an advocate for people's voices to be heard openly, fairly, and, and candidly. In today's conversation about anti-racism and social justice, I think we all, including myself, must continue educating one another and embrace uncomfortable conversations. That's the only way we all get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they wrapped it up with, I encourage more healthy dialogue and welcome any experts, clergy or spokespersons to any of my platforms to hold me accountable and correct me in any statement I've made as projected as negative. Uh, until then, I hold myself accountable for this moment and take full responsibility because my intentions are only to show that as a beautiful human species, we have way more commonalities and differences. So let's embrace those as well as each other. We all family. What's, so, what's funny is that that's a lot of characters that, you know, you only get 150 right. characters per tweet. So he put in a lot of stuff. He put his ass in those tweets. But at the same time, here it is, though. Let's keep it straight funky. That does not take back all the things that you said in those yeah. two minutes. That was two minutes of him talking like that. Now, I don't yeah. care if it was him trying to sound good. Like it, it could have been him just trying to sound cool, trying to sound more pro black at that moment. You know, because of the the guest that he had on the show. Maybe that's what it was, too. But at the same time, homie, what in the hell are you saying? Why would you say that you work with white people? You work with other people that are not of your skin color. Other multiple races that you deal with. Viacom, I guarantee you, is filled with white people. All those people that are signing your checks that aren't signing your checks no more are listening to that and going, the hell? Because if you really think about it, like I said before, if this was Jimmy Kimmel, if this was Jimmy Fallon, if this was Howard Stern, if this was any of the people that have been thrown under the bus recently for blackface, et cetera, and they said stuff like that, and they just, instead of of saying white people, they took out white people and put in black people, Bro, those guys would have been canceled so freaking hard. There'd be people outside their doors losing their damn minds. Like, you got to remember, if there's, if there's one side, you got to understand that there's got to be a balance. So if you got one side sitting here going, hey, black people are being, you know, uh, uh, you know, there's racism. There's the people are being persecuted against. We're being ostracized. There's systematic racism, all that. On one side, you got to say this. You can't sit there and go, oh, only white people that have said really, really racy things are getting canceled. There's got to be a balance, unfortunately. So if somebody is out here trying to show their ass like that, they're going to get in trouble. And unfortunately, that was Nick Cannon. 
Jack, yeah. what, Jack, speak on it. So uh, I also I've just been looking up and seeing what other type of responses and stuff he he has out there. He posted up on his Twitter just the last hour a link out to a Facebook post that he made that is just like a you know three page long statement. Uh, and he, but it ends by but now I am the one making demands. I demand full ownership of my billion dollar wild and out brand that I created, and they will continue to misuse and destroy without my leadership. Uh, I demand that the hate and backdoor bullying cease. And while we are at it, now the truth is out. I demand the apology. Wait, so he said he demands an apology from Viacom, and <laughs> wow. that he is also demanding that they give him full ownership of Wild and Out. Really? So, yeah, we'll see how that works out. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's gonna uh-huh. happen, bruh. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, fifteen hundred word Facebook message he posted. Here, here it is. Like, here it is. Um, here it is. When you say certain things like that, you're gonna get canceled. It doesn't matter what race you are. If you say something that's racially charged or racist or is or if you say something that might have been taken the wrong way, but you're not quick to go back and say, oh, no, 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 I didn't mean that or (laughs) not put up that clip at all. Then you're going to get in trouble for it. You're going to get a slap on the wrist. That's that I mean, I would expect this same thing to happen if this was somebody that was white. You know for a fact, see that's the thing. That's the, and that's one of the reasons why I'm on this right now, on this soapbox right now. Because if I I I would sit here, I could never sit here and go, "No, Nick Cannon shouldn't be canceled." That would make me a hypocrite. That would make me the biggest hypocrite in the history of hypocrites right now. Why? Because I've been going on on these other things, talking about how these other people are saying, doing, or have done things that are not great at all either. You know what I'm saying? And they're and they're white. So we should still be held accountable, even on people who are black or of melanin, people of color. If it was the same thing, if 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 we had uh, George Lopez up here on his on on stage, just just throwing out racist rhetoric left and right and saying how the Mexican people are X, Y and Z. I mean, hell to the yeah. And he's sitting there saying something wrong. Hell yeah. I'd be doing this real quick. I'd be like, yo, bye. No one liked your late night show anyway. Bye. You see what I'm saying? Both sides need to be held accountable for sure. You can't just let someone just do that and let it be. Because it, it sound, then there's the double standard. Then everybody else is hypocrites. Because, it, you know, you got, you got the, the, the Jimmy Fallons and the Jimmy Kimmels of the world and the Howard Stearns. Let's, let's not even get started with Howard Stern with his laundry list of racist stuff that he's done. But I also will have to point out that a lot of the stuff that they did was 10-something, 10, 10 20 years ago. Sure, it came back to bite them in the ass. 
But this is fresh. This is right now, bro. During this time. This is not the stuff that you say. Period. It's just not. Mm. And I love Nick Cannon. You know what I mean? I love Wild Out. I love what he's been doing for the culture. But this is not a good moment for the culture at all. Mm. And like I said, I'm waiting for somebody to come back. The, 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 you know, the, the far right is going to turn this and flip it up, flip it around and go, see, this is what the BLM movement is all about. By the way, they're Marxists and they're socialists and bl- all that rhetoric crap. They're going to take that and they're going to turn it into something even more negative. He shouldn't have said those things. He shouldn't have said those things, period. If that was an Asian person that said that, I'd still feel the same way. It's like, damn, man, we are trying to do better. You are adding to the BS pot that's being stirred by these SDers, these ish disturbers that are just stirring this pot of ish. You're not helping. You're hindering. Now, comment down below and let us know what you think. Do you think that they should be that he should be canceled fully? Maybe does he does he get a slap on the wrist? Comment down below and let us know what you think. I'd, I'd love to know. He said you know he's uh, got he's gotten a huge outpouring of love and support from the Jewish community since then. Um, and they said he, uh, they can try to kick me while I'm down and force me to kiss the master's feet in public for shame and ridicule. But instead, I stand firm in my square with my fist in the air, repeating my mantra. You can't fire a boss. So he sees like he's done nothing wrong. Um, but it's funny because he's sitting there going, oh, yeah, you know, God, he's doing that whole like, yeah, I got. I got, I'm not racist. I got Jewish friends. I'm not anti-Semitic. I got Jewish friends. I'm sorry if I offended you. That doesn't make any sense. It's, it's not the I'm sorry, but it's I'm sorry if I offended you. You know, he's not apologetic for what he actually said. He is apologetic for if he hurt somebody by, and, you know, continuing hate speech. That's, and, that's stupid. You know, uh, I think it's very, know, very stupid. But here's the thing. He's been secure in the bag. So if he was canceled right now, he'd be okay. Mm-hmm. He got monies. He'd been secure in the bags for a long time. He still owns Nickelodeon, by the way. Yeah. So I guarantee you, I wouldn't be surprised if he's sitting there going, I want full ownership of my show of Wild Out because he's, that's where he makes his real money. And he takes that show and brings it over to Nickelodeon. Watch. He takes it over to... Mm-hmm. Nick at night or he or he creates his own another channel specifically right. for that. And then he creates his own content on there. I mean, I just think that it's just not the best choice for him making those kind of making those kind of uh, uh, of statements like that, you know, for any person. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of Jewish people that are running this country, <laughs> running the entertainment business. There's a lot of people, white people, that run this, that help run this world, that signed his checks, and he did that. I just, I don't think it's a step forward. I feel like it's a step, a very, it's not a big step, but it's a step backwards for sure. And that's not helping, like I said, it's not helping the movement. That's hindering the movement. It's a damn shame. Definitely comment down below and let us know what you think. You know what? We're going to open up the phone lines for a second. 
you know. Uh, let's open up the phone lines. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this situation. Do you think Nick Cannon should be canceled or no? Give us a call at 314-766-4581. Definitely give us a call. It's right there. <laughs> kind of cut off a little bit, but mm-hmm. 314-766-4581. Give us a call. Let us know what you think. Because, you know, I'd like to hear what you guys think on this. Should he should he get a pass? I see that somebody, uh, Stephen, just a little bit of girl, St- Stephen Simpson said uh, that, uh, you know, if he did, if he said anything worse than that, he should be canceled. Um, and I think, I think uh, he should be. I, Yogi Fish said Nick is worthy of being hashtag canceled. You know, um, there's just investment in black neighborhoods as a start for. Oh, they're talking about reparations. Um, uh, Nick knew the risks. He said, "Let me say this carefully. Absolutely." I couldn't agree more. He was just like, hey, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this carefully. He didn't say carefully at all. <laughs> he didn't say that ish at all carefully. He just he was like a bull in a in a in a China shop. You know what I mean? He just blazed right through, you know. Uh, Steven said uh, racists will always find something to turn around. Uh, we can judge others based on what those nutcases will flip on its head. I don't think it's a Vanessa V Ness said um, uh, peace, love. Hello. Good morning. Said, I don't think it's over for him. He's set for life. Yep. He is definitely set for life. For show, for show. Deshaun, I don't uh, I don't really believe in cancel culture. Now. Here it is. Nick Cannon really isn't fully canceled because he owns his own network. He owns a a large part of a of Nickelodeon. So he could literally pick up his stuff if they let him keep full ownership of Wild and Out. He could just take that show, drag that mug over to Nickelodeon and do the damn thing somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? That's a, easy. He could do that in two seconds like that. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't take very much for him to do that. All he needs to do is do that. Click and drag it over. Call it a day. Wash your hands clean of it. Walk away. You know what I'm saying? That's all he needs to do. Yeah. So he's not he's really also, canceled. But go ahead, Jack. He's working on a, uh, the documentary that Nipsey Hussle yes. uh, started. Uh, and so, and that's also in the works. And I yeah. mean, he's got other projects. I mean, he never Listen. seemed to be a person that had, you know, his, his all grand- his marbles in one bag. He, he was kind of diversified. His great-great-grandkids got money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No matter what, he still got the monies. We got a caller. Hey, you're on the mic with the Pascal Show. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, you're on the mic with the Pascal Show. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, Pascal. Mr. T here. Oh, what's up, man? How you doing, my hey, brother? Hey. hey, what's going on, guys? Chilling, man. Uh, so speak on yeah, it. What's this, your thoughts, man? This, this is the climate, you know? We've seen this over the past, uh, probably maybe past year or so, um, with people being canceled. This is part of the culture. Um, you know, Dave Chappelle was threatened to be canceled. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's a, he's a comedian. Nick kind of is a comedian at times, but um, Nick is him, 
his hands in lots of pots right now. You know, Nick is doing his uh his MTV show. He's doing this talk show. Um, he has money coming in all over the place. Yeah, his movies, music. Um, the thing with Nick is this: Nick is kind of like in a Will Smith category. That's his that's his mentor, and he went the clean route. His actor, you know, with the raps was very clean. Um, did the movie thing. And he was kind of considered like, kind of borderline, you know. You would say, you know. Say that again. Kind of um, borderline what? Corny. Corny. Okay, mm. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he's not. He wasn't always black enough. You would say. Facts. From certain 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 people would say he's not black enough. He's not. He's not the stereotypical you know guy from the hood who's coming up rapping all in movies. So he he had to figure figure his route out. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think he, taking the Will Smith route was genius because he was clean and he, he made people laugh and he made it buku money. A lot of money doing that. Oh yeah. Um and you see entrepreneurship is his his thing. So the past few years or so he transitioned to be trying to get everyone, I guess you could say in the black community, to respect him. So that his tattoos have increased from from his hands, arms, neck, chest. His body is covered with tattoos right now. Right. And he start wearing his um turban, like his dashiki, whatever bourbon on his head. Right. So yeah. like turban. So his whole image start changing, and he started having interviews that were more conscious. You would say, or more woke, as the term is, with people who were, you know, you would say, in our thinking strictly about um, the oppression of black people and have a conversation with people like Tariq Nasheed, who's done the Colorist DVDs. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of deep culture unveiling that, he, that we didn't know about, like, you know, things that they would say that, hey, black people have been getting history, you know, taught to them wrong. This is what history really is. So he's been down that rabbit hole for a while, digging into what our history really is as people and what we have been, um, you know, taught was all wrong. So his whole melanin thing and um, the thing about, you know, uh, people uh, living in mountains and all these things that he's bringing up, these are all documented things that he's, he, he's heard from other guests he's been talking with or through DVDs different YouTube channels speak on these things. So he's been really deep into that. Right. So I, I don't know if he felt like he had to kind of, with Professor Griff, be knowledgeable of these things. Um, but these things are being talked about. I mean, and you guys talked about earlier of being like like a black supremacy. I don't know if it's quite that, but I, I know what their whole mantra is, is to educate black people on the hidden history. Right. From what I understand. And they feel like what's being taught in schools, what's being taught, you know, what's being hidden in some museums is not being, you know, revealed is, uh, you know, black people have a lot more to offer in the world right. than just to be called savages, just to be labeled, you know, ghetto, inward, or whatever it may be. Right. So I, I, I know he's pushing the envelope right. with what he said, because it's going to offend anybody who hasn't heard these things before. True. And also... Him, him being in a circle of people of different backgrounds, 
considerably that those people who are paying him the checks or who or that were are probably Jewish or white descent. Facts. And Nick trying to be an entrepreneur, trying to get out of that, that I guess that, that corporate pie of sharing something. Maybe this is, maybe he knew that, listen, I'm going to speak my voice. This is my way of leaving this entity, you know, solo. I don't know. I mean, um, but I don't, I don't think it's black supremacy at all. I think he's just learning about a lot of things that he thinks is valid. And, you know, I don't know what's right and I don't know what's true because I know what I was being taught growing up in public schools isn't always factual either. Right. So, you know, you know, him digging into his history is important for him. And also he has to, to connect and relate to people who are quote unquote woke in that sense. Right. Now, Nick is going to be the, the talking point for a while, especially with the lack of services. They're going to use it as gasoline or fuel for a while to say, see, this is the problem right here, equality, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I, I, again, you said earlier about being unbalanced. If, if, if everybody who speaks wrongly about any other race or culture negatively is canceled, then I'm all, I'm all for it, too. I mean, it, it has to be an even playing field of yeah. accountability. So if he gets canceled, oh, well, you know, he, he knew the consequences already. Um, but everyone else who speaks out against other people with ignorance should be canceled as well. Now, if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's, it's a thin line between ignorance and also in, in being, being, um, I guess you can say, um, having the, the, the mild intent to put someone down. So I don't know, you know, everything about that, but like if, if his intent was just to share knowledge, and that's one thing, mm-hmm. but if his intent is to make other people feel suppressed or oppressed, and that's totally something different as well. So, um, so it's, it's a it's a really tic tac, you know, slopey, you know. Here it is, because uh, uh, the thing is, is that uh, I, I actually want to make sure that uh, I, I didn't. I'm not trying to come off like I'm saying that he's he is being black supremacist, being a black supremacist. Um, but there are things that he's saying that are kind of leaning towards that in that world. Um, but at mm-hmm. the same, oh, yeah. but at the but at the same time, I also want to say that I get that he's saying something that he's trying to say black is beautiful, that black is strong, you know, that the melanin mm-hmm. melanin in our skin is is almost like a superpower. I get it. I get all those things that he's trying to say, but he is also punching down at another at another race that doesn't need mm-hmm. to happen. He can he could have said what he said without saying all that stuff. All that, all that added stuff. You see what I'm saying? Now, now here's the other yeah. thing, though. Now, here's the other thing, though, real quick. Um, because you did say a lot of great things, and it was very, you have some very good points there. But at the same time, now I'm just throwing this in here. We have all these white guys right now that have said, done really, really stupid things. Really, really stupid things. And they're still... Right now, they still got a bag. They're still securing the bags. They have not been canceled. All they said is, I'm so sorry for the things that I did wearing the blackface and na 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 na. Even so, Jimmy Kimmel came out with a with a um a statement about his blackface, you know, the Oprah stomping yeah. on a, a Mexican maid and him dressed up as a basketball player and all that, and he said, Hey, I was portraying people. I was portraying, portraying characters. He, not, he didn't really come out with an apology. Mm. And so far, he ain't canceled either. 
So it's interesting as well, yeah. just to throw that in here. I'm not trying to, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to muck up the machinery here, but I'm playing devil's advocate here though, real quick. It's funny how all these white guys, they cool. It's fine. But suddenly Nick Cannon says basically in, in, in so many ways, Black is beautiful. Black is strong. Black is resilient. Yes, he did say something, say things about white people, which is not great, was not great stuff. But he gets fired. He gets his show kicked off the air instantly. It's interesting. Shouldn't they be doing the same thing for all these other guys? Howard Stern should not even be on XM radio. He should not be on Sirius radio right now. Do you know how many videos he's done? Bruh, holy God, I didn't even know. When I did that video a long time ago, I only saw just the tip of the iceberg. Dude been doing this for for a long-ass time, and he's still on the air. All he had to do is go, hey, guys, I'm really sorry. You know, we were just making jokes. Let's move on so he can secure them bags. So when I look at those things, I keep going, hey, well, why is this black man getting thrown out for saying things when these white guys have been saying things and doing things that are not, that are uncouth. Because there's a double standard. That, exactly. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that damn, un, it is. that damn double standard. But anyway, Mr. T, what were you going to say, brother? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, this, this is going to be right now in front of our faces. We can all analyze and see like, you know, are things really fair in terms of having first amendment rights to speak about how you feel? I mean, we had Opie and Anthony years ago. We had, um, you just said, um, Howard Stern. There are people over over, um, over decades of, of, of public platforms yeah. speaking, you know, malintent, you know, and some stay, some get fired and then rehired. Um, even the guy that just passed away last year, um, nappy-headed holes guy, you know, he was, he said something crazy years ago. Oh, yeah. He, you know, he got dynamics. He got, he got rehired. So, like, you know, these, these, these people... Uh, who have these platforms have have huge followings. Um, with Nick, we're going to see what happens. I mean, maybe this, this all you know dies out soon. Maybe not. Um, but for right now, he's on a stove right now, and he has to go through the, the motions of it. Yeah. Um, you know. Um, and you know, recently um, with the with the Farrakhan thing as well. I mean, Farrakhan has been in the news lately as well for being for being canceled. Yep. Pretty much. Oh, yeah, because and, Farrakhan um, has been saying stuff for long, I mean, for the longest yeah. time. But then, you know, people like Nick Cannon, Arsenio Hall, don't get me wrong. I mean, they, you know, it, it's like having any controversial person on a show, um, you know, any controversial guest on a show to talk. Um, they were instantly like Arsenio Hall instantly got his show the first time. Oh, not yeah. the second, but the first that. first time yeah, that he yeah. had his show in yeah. the in the nineties, you know, he, uh-huh. you know, with the big shoulder pads and the woo woo woo. He mm-hmm. literally got his show canceled, literally, just for having Farrakhan on the show. Now Nick Cannon does the same thing, has the Farrakhan on his show just a few days or a few weeks before that particular moment that he was speaking on. And then suddenly now he's getting canceled. So people are still feeling some type of way about the choices that Nick is making, not only just with what he's saying, but also with the people that he's having on his show. And then you said something about uh, Nick Cannon uh, trying to prove. I feel like this is basically what I was trying to say earlier. And you you said it beautifully, uh, Mr. T. He's trying so hard to prove his blackness. 
He's trying so hard to show that he is black as black as the night. And it's kind of like, okay, we get it, bruh. We get it. Wear the turban, you know, wear the dashikis, you know, talk about it, educate the black community. We get it. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. You don't have to try so damn hard. And I feel like he was trying so damn hard to the point where he's like, yeah, white is ugly and evil and barbaric and black is beautiful. And it's like, nah, man, you, you don't, you, you don't, you don't say that. You, you just, you just don't say that. You just don't. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the tough part um, within the black community. Um, you know, like I grew up in Philadelphia my whole life and, you know, I grew up 90% black, everything from grade school up to high school. But from college to my professional life, it's been mostly white. Exactly. Um, and it's living in two worlds, you know. And if you're not a balance it out, you can easily be considered a sellout mm-hmm. or somebody who doesn't get it or whatever it may be. So it's really hard to kind of just be you. Yeah. In a world where you you want to just be you. It's finding a balance. Judge you from your skin color, or you judge you because where you're from, and it's tough. So I can see Nick trying to like appeal to people who normally he wouldn't appeal to at all. Um, yeah. So, you know. He needs, he needs to find really a way. Tough. Unfortunately, the black community, black people are bilingual, okay? We are all bilingual to a certain extent because, you know, there's a certain way we talk to each other and there's oh, a certain yeah, way that uh-huh. we talk in the, you know, in the, in the, wor- in the white world. Concert, you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, like mm-hmm. in the black world, we talk one way. In the, in the white world, we talk one way. You know, uh, it, mm-hmm. it's an unfortunate thing, but it's the truth. That's just how it is. Um, now, with Nick Cannon's page or with Nick Cannon's podcast, uh, the Cannon's Class podcast, I wish he would find a way. I mean, obviously, I don't know if he's going to be continuing his podcast or not. I think he's going to continue his podcast regardless. But he needs to find a way or he needs to learn to be more bilingual. He needs to be bilingual, like on spot, you know, on the spot, because there Mm -hmm. are white people that love Nick Cannon that think he can do no wrong, uh, that he has Mm -hmm. fans that are white that listen to everything that he says, um, that would be offended by the things that he has said. So he needs to find a way to balance himself out. So that it's not only like the black community can fully understand and, and be with him on the, on what's going on and he can educate young uh, aspiring black minds, but also he can do the same for the white minds as well, you know, or for the other races as well. You see what I'm saying? Unless he's going, mm-hmm. hey, hey, this show is basically this show is only geared towards the black community. White people, if you end up watching it, cool. But on some real stuff, this is for the black community. If he does that, then OK, we get it. You know what I'm saying? But there's a certain level of stuff that you can and cannot say if you're trying to secure the bags. And he most definitely <laughs> just shot himself in the foot. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he he yeah. shot himself in the he foot hard. Balance is key. I love it because uh, V-Nest has said balance is key. Apps of freaking lootly. If you are on a platform that spans the globe, if it goes out to the whole world, there's got to be a some sort of balance. Even when you are saying your own personal opinions about things, even if you're radical about something and your channel or your platform is listened by many. It's not just an echo chamber of one group of people. 
is listened by many, you need to find a way to be more balanced. You need to find a way to be more bilingual, if you will, because there are still people that are listening to you that you might wake up just by saying it in a certain way and they go, oh, wow, I didn't realize that. Nick, Cannon, NC, doggy dog, you just blew my mind. Thank you. And it's like, oh, and, and I'm not even black. I am Asian. I never even thought of that that way. Wow. I'm going to continue listening to this dude because he spoke to me. You see what I'm saying? And I feel like there's a lot of people that are going to be turned off because of him saying what he said. And it's unfortunate that that happens. You know what I'm saying? Really unfortunate. You know what I mean? And, and it sucks that we have to live in these times like this. You know, it's, it's really, yeah. really terrible that we have to live in these times right now that are so polarizing. You know, it's so extreme. You're either on one side or you're on the other. And it's kind of like, why can't we just, yeah. why can't we all be in the middle yeah. in some way? And, you know, we have moments that we lean towards here and we lean over here. But no, it's like. I, I, think, 20, I think 2020 is the year where it's like prison. You go to jail or prison, you have to pick a side. Yeah. That's how it is right now. You got to find, are you Muslim? Are you Jewish? Are you Aryan? Are you black? What yeah. are you? Are you Mexican? If not, you know, you're, you're in the middle. You're in, you're in the way of yeah. the cause. It's a damn shame. <laughs> unfortunately. It's really unfortunate. Yeah. It's real unfortunate, bro. Uh, Mr. T12, thank you so much for calling in, man. Uh, we're going we're gonna to continue. Anytime, anytime. Appreciate the, you know, thank Thanks you for dropping call. those gems, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right. Um, but yeah, man, I, I mean, the, and that's the thing, you know, I wish, see, like a conversation about Nick Cannon or the whole Nick Cannon situation can none, uh, uh, is unfortunate because it's not like it's a conversation that can only last within a five minute video. It's a complicated conversation, you know, cause there is no right answer to this story. There's no right answer to this situation. What I really find very frustrating though, Jack, is that mm. he is not, he's unapologetic about it. And I feel like if he wants to still secure not only just the bags, but his, but his people, not only just the black community, but everybody else too. Mm-hmm. I feel like he should at least say, hey, man, my bad. I could have said that better. See, Even but that. he came out, he doubled down. Yeah, he, he did. He went, he went and said that I didn't do anything wrong, and these are my opinions, and I'm now have been reached out to by all of the Jewish community. I'm going to Israel to go and learn more. Uh, he said that he's pursuing his Ph.D. in theology and divinity. He, he's like a born-again Christian. Yeah, uh, and so uh, he's on his path to enlightenment, and he sees that his education and his talks are part of that that journey. Yeah. And so um, I don't see that. I don't think he's going to have a learning experience in the way that some people want him to have one. So. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and again, he's got he's worth over fifty million dollars. He's not hurting. I, I, he, <laughs> no, no, see, that's why that's why he can like he just said, didn't he say something like the, the, uh, uh, I'm a boss? Like he's I'm mm -hmm. a boss. Can't huh. cancel a boss. Yeah, you can't cancel a boss. And that's and that's the facts. He, he doesn't have to worry about a damn thing. He could literally go change out 
Nickelodeon or start his own network. He literally mm-hmm. could start his own damn network. People will still go watch it. People will still go yeah. consume it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm a fan of Nick Cannon. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't like his raps or anything, but at the same time, I, I, <laughs> I do like what he does as a businessman. He's a smart businessman. You know, he's got money on top of money. His great, great grandkids got monies. He ain't got nothing to worry about, you know? But at the same time, there's a moment where you start to polarize your own audience. You start to ostracize your own listeners. And that was a moment I feel that he did, you know? And that's just something I feel like he, if he was to just take a little bit of time, step back and realize, you know, that what he said wasn't so great. Mm. I don't know. Maybe he would be, he'd be reapproaching his, his next moves a little bit differently. But at the same time, maybe this is, you know, God trying to tell him something. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Wildin' Out is old, is done. I mean, even though it was still making crazy money. I mean, it's still been doing right. just fine. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. You know, there's, like I said, there's no, there is no definitive answer to this situation. And it's unfortunate, right. you know. Uh, but like I said before, while we had Mr. T12 on the show, uh, on the phone, there's a moment where people need to realize that there are other hosts of other shows that have done really bad things over a course of an of a of a career and they're still on TV right now Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. Keep the comments going down below. We will be right back. And of course, if you haven't done it yet, hit that like button down below. We'd really, really appreciate it. And for all y'all who are just watching right now for the first time, welcome to the Pascal Show. Hit that subscribe button. We'll be right back. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like I always say, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button down below underneath this feed. And of course, if you haven't seen this show before, please, and you're enjoying the conversation, please go crush that subscribe button. That would really mean a lot. And just so you guys know, we do this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And uh, yeah, we talk about everything from what's going on in the world to... We have call-ins. We have a great time. And, and eventually, we will be bringing back and implementing skits again into the show, which I'm really, really excited about. Be on the lookout for those things as well. Um, and more interviews, of course, as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, man. I'm, uh, I'm very appreciative uh, for everybody who's been on tuning into the show, even the new faces that have been checking it out and everything. Uh, but we got to jump into this next part, this next top story that we have in our title. Man, Terry Crews has been just getting into things, man. Like, if you don't know who Terry Crews is, Terry Crews, Terry Crews, Terry Crews. Um, Terry Crews is the, he's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He is, uh, you know, you might remember him from, uh, from White Chicks. He was also, uh, he is also the new MC. He actually took over Nick Cannon's spot as the MC for America's Got Talent. Funny that we just talked about Nick Cannon. Now we're now we're talking about somebody else who took over his spot. 
And he is in the story stories right now. He is in the headlines right now because he just recently went to Twitter. Now, obviously, if you guys have been catching up and watching the show and knowing that we've been kind of seeing things that Terry Crews has been tweeting as of recently, basically saying like uh, black lives, black lives matter better. Uh, I hope black lives matter doesn't turn into black lives better um, saying all lives matter. Uh, he didn't say all lives matter, but he said something about black supremacy. Um, now he went to his Twitter and, uh, again, again, and, uh, he did two words. The two words were defund Pornhub. And, uh, he said underneath that he, he, uh, he tagged a, I guess another, uh, Twitter page, uh, and it's called at fight the new drug. So he's been raising a lot of uh, eyebrows over the past few weeks, obviously, for criticizing the more radical elements of the Black Lives Matter movement. And his followers uh, were not exactly enthusiastic about his newfound anti-porn stance either. So there's a lot of people that have been putting out their their own particular opinions about it. I'm going to throw this over to Jackie Buck. What a guan, Jackie Buck. Speak on it. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, Derek Cruz, I mean, I think he has made it clear that he's a uh you know, very religious and, uh, and he, his views are very out there, uh, and he's, you know, not afraid to, to follow them up. Um, and so he tagged this uh, group called fight the new drug. They're non-religious, non-legislative research-based nonprofit raising awareness on the harmful effects of porn and exploitation. Um, so they say porn, porn fuels trafficking, ignores consent, promotes sexual violence, uh, encourages um, coercion, uh, advertises object, object, objectification, that's a big one, sells exploitation, normalizes racism, and perpetuates abuse. Uh, so there's several groups of people that have been tweeting out after, um, after Cruz and giving him support. Um, there's a lot of groups that are out there that want you know porn just removed from the Internet. Uh, in so general, um, but they wanted to defund Pornhub. But um, some of the titles that Fight the New Drug has shared from Pornhub, um, these are not my sayings. These are titles that are actually on Pornhub. Uh, black Slave Punished by White Master. Uh, white Cops F Black Chick Forced Boyfriend to Watch. Uh, Gang Bang by Blacks. The skanky N-word uh, gives a blowjob and black slave girl brutalized. So there's, uh, they're saying that you know, Pornhub reportedly normalizes and promotes racism and racist stereotypes. Um, people are saying that he's calling out Pornhub and other sites like that for putting vulnerable, trafficked, raped, and assaulted women and children's rights above those who desire to masturbate uh, to free downloadable videos of real sexual abuse. Uh, and they're doing hashtag shut it down, trafficking hub. Um, so, you know, uh, they're... People are like, yeah, he could have gone after Pornhub for, for hosting child porn, other rape tapes. Uh, but instead, they're saying that he's going after after them for saying that porn is evil. Uh, Pretty much. So, well, you, you know, it's- he, here's the thing. You, you got to remember that uh, Terry Crews is a uh, basically he went off and what's the word? Um, he had to detox himself because he was addicted to porn. Um, and he's done that. He's come out and talked about this uh, on 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 several platforms, talking about his addiction to porn and how much he was you know, watching and how he had to wean himself from 
uh, from watching as much porn as he did. Um, and it is a real thing. There are people out there that are really addicted to pornographic um, films and pornographic videos. Uh, that is very true. Adult films uh, can be an addictive thing. Um, but yeah, he is literally trying to basically take out uh, something that is that people use um, for <laughs> for their own mental health, aka self love. And trying to say that is just all out bad. Now, I don't think that I don't see that as being a bad thing. I mean, of course, if it's like we were you were just saying when it comes to child pornography, um, you know, uh, snuff films, things that are in the dark web that uh, people do do a deep dive to try to find those things are really, really messed up and those things should not be okayed. But when it comes to sex workers, um, when it comes to uh, adult film actors and actresses that are that are portraying a specific fetish, should they get should they get slapped in the face? Well, actually, they are getting slapped in the face if it is a fetish. But moving on, should they actually on a serious note, should they actually be, you know. Should they actually be um, uh, 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 chastised for being a sex worker um and should it be a thing that is completely eradicated defunding Pornhub well I mean you can sit there and say defund Pornhub because for you first it seems like for Terry Cruz that is an addiction for him so of course he's going to be the first one to say defund Pornhub because he doesn't think that it's good he doesn't think that there's any positivity towards it. It made his life very difficult. You know, it fed a certain addiction for him. So, of course, he's going to sit there and say, defund Pornhub. But that's not our problem right now. You know what I'm saying? And you're, yeah. you're right. He could have used that. He could have used defund Pornhub in a much more productive way. Other than just, we got to get rid of all, all of it. Just get, 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 get rid of it. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that page is more about like all porn, not just Pornhub. So like they're against like all porn. Yeah. And, and, and here it is. I'm okay with adult films. If it means that that person, if it means that he's going, he or she is going to go and take care of themselves rather than going and running outside and hurting somebody, sexually assaulting somebody because of their frustrations. But then I do understand that there is a lot of really bad films out there. There's really bad videos out there, you know, that we need to be aware of and we need to get rid of. But as far as like regular, like, some I don't even know any porn stars names but you know it's like oh that one video of said girl who's a porn actress I don't see anything wrong with those kind of films does that make sense yeah you know um, but it's interesting you know what I mean um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Det Detron uh, Lafog 
said on Twitch. Thank you so much for tuning in. And, and I appreciate the, uh, the love and support on, on Twitch, my brother. Thank you so much. He said, defund porn. Porn is evil. Ridiculous. I think so, too. I think it's kind of ridiculous. Enemy Nation said defund Twitch. Facts. Mm. Seriously, I'm not saying defund Twitch like that, but I'm just saying, like, if you're going to say defund one thing, you might as well defund everything else. You know what I'm saying? Right. It just doesn't make any sense. There's plenty of girls on Twitch that are, you know, there doing all kinds of crazy stuff just to get a buck, you know, just to get a, um, a simp, you know, eating up their stuff and right. buying their things. You know what I mean? Um, Michelle Smale said, if he's going to cancel Pornhub, he better be canceling the romance novel genre because that is mm. just as kinky, if not more. <laughs> no kink or vanilla shame that's hilarious that's hilarious but that's true you know erotic there's a, a lot of erotic novels out there you know what i mean a lot of i mean and, and also yeah porn uh uh Vane just said porn makes too much money to be canceled that's absolutely true it's a, it's a billion dollar industry you want to know something real you want to know something really interesting porn is the reason why the internet even exists there it is Drop, off, drop the mic and walk off the damn stage. That's the reason why internet even exists. Because people, dudes, people were finally seeing, oh, wait, we can download nudes? We don't have to walk into a 7-Eleven to get a nudie magazine? I can just do this from the comfort of my own home? Bet. The internet is for porn, literally. <laughs> Sorry, but it's true. I mean, it was one of the biggest, it's the, one of the biggest industries out there. There's no way that that is going to be completely just eradicated. Defund porn hub. I don't know. It's a, it's a strong statement that I don't know will ever happen. He should be like defund child pornography or child sex rings or, you know, sex trafficking rings. That's what he should be saying, but he's not. What are your thoughts, Jack? I mean, yeah, he he has a big platform, and obviously has a, he says a lot of stuff. Um, everyone's going to criticize, you know, whatever he says. So, But if he had a problem with in the past, and so now he's trying to latch on to other people that have, you know, campaigns that are out there to help him get past his previous addictions. I mean, it's the same thing as people that were previous alcoholics might, you know, say, oh, yeah, defund the bars, you know, close down the bars. Uh, a lot of times people that had, have or had an addiction, they want to go and, um, you know, combat everything that's out there related to it. Um, and a lot of times people will go to that full sway of, you know, complete abstinence yeah. uh, from everything. And, you know, it's finding that balance just in general um, to where, you know, realize that other people may not have the same issues that you have. Yeah. They may not have that same control issue. They may not have that same addiction. They don't have that that drive towards that one item that, that you have. So, you know, trying to control it for everybody is one thing. Um, picking the topic of why you're protesting against it is important. Um, but if he's just going against it in general because he has a problem with it, uh, that's you know, kind of like a personal, you know, not a vendetta, but just a personal statement uh, of, against it. So, but obviously he's going to sway some people and, you know, there's a group that is adamantly behind him. So, oh yeah, you know, he, he has his base. 
Like I said, I mean, I understand that there's certain levels of pornography is not great. I mean, it's, I'm not sitting here saying that pornography is like the greatest thing in the world or anything. I understand that, you know, the, you know, if, 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 if I had a, a child and my child said that they wanted to go into adult films, we would have a very serious conversation and then I would lock them up and throw away the damn key. And I say, not in my house, <laughs> not in my lifetime, but at the same time, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and say that and stop somebody who has aspirations of becoming an adult film star. There are people out there that actually look at all the adult film stars there are right now. You know, that it wouldn't be a multi-billion dollar industry if there weren't people who were actually trying to achieve success in that field. You know, so... Right. Uh, you know, and that's all consents that that is consensual filmed content, you know, for the most part, obviously not. I'm not sitting here saying for all, you know, there are a few bad apples. Yeah. What was that guy during our college years that was going around doing all the spring break break videos and stuff that was getting in trouble? I hung out with Paris Hilton a lot. Oh, what's his name? I don't remember that guy. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good throwback. I don't remember that guy. Are you talking about the guy who did Girls Gone Wild? Yeah. Yep. He got in trouble. Yeah. I don't, I don't even remember that. What? Because he was shooting underage girls, or he yeah, was I think just he, got, he got slapped with that a few times. Um, yeah, he'll go to prison. Uh, that was in 2013. Yeah, he was going to prison for something. Gotcha. Joe gotcha. Francis. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember yeah. the 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 scandal behind it, but that was a very popular uh, cassette tape or a series of cassette tapes. That was a very popular series of uh, cassette tapes. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, not all of it is perfect. Obviously, not all of it is consensual. I get that, um, but there are other ones. Like you know, there's huge. Uh, uh, industries, you know, huge mm-hmm. adult film industries that make high quality stuff that have, you know, the top stars out there, starlets, adult film stars uh, doing their thing, you know, and it's consensual. But like I said, not all of it is um, not all of it is doing that. You know what I mean? Not all of it is doing exactly that. A lot of it's mm-hmm. amateur or sometimes it's revenge, like revenge porn. Um, or it's leaked footage that's out there of a girl, you know, doing something for their man that they used to be with each other, but now he put it out on, on the the the, the Pornhub sites because he's doing that for revenge because he feels like he got dogged by the girl, you know, um, the, and those things are very real. So there is a negative side to it, of course. Who says that there that it's all clean, you know? It's adult film. Yeah. It's not clean at all. <laughs> it's not clean at all. Um, but at the same time, I don't think it should be all, you know, defunded, you know? Right. Um, but like I said, like I said, it does, it does help to a certain extent. Um, there are not people out here running around doing bad things to other people because they need some sexual gratification. They need some release. They're able to do that in the comfort of their own home without actually putting any harm on somebody else. And that's the one thing that I see as a positive on the adult film side, you know, 
And Terry Crews has been saying all kinds of crazy things, but that's also because he used to be addicted to porn. That's the only reason why he's saying we need to get rid of it. Because it, it's too much temptation for him. Right. Way too much temptation for him. You know? But anyway, comment down below and let us know what you think. Love to know what you think on that. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. <laughs> it's definitely an interesting thing for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, Detrin uh, Lafog. Detrin Dretton. LaFog said, uh, I suppose if porn were the only issue facing people in the world, I would be happy. What we have now is, is so tough. Racism, police brutality, bigotry, pandemics, economic struggles. You know? Um, yeah, Shaniqua just said, so get rid of it because he's weak. He, uh, he might be so stressed out. That the temptation is just right there at his fingertips. You never know. You know what I mean? You never and when know. When you're taking steroids, it like your body look like that. You never know. It might throw everything else off. Right. right? Because that's not natural. Right. Of course not. Well, you know, not somebody was saying, somebody, uh, some people commented on here uh, underneath. Some people commented underneath his tweet. Somebody said, um, you might as well tweet all lives matter at this point. <laughs> there was one Twitter, uh, one person, one Twitter user said, another person said, dude, no. Masturbation is healthy. Self-love is healthy. Healthy. Pornhub gives safe platforms to se sex workers. To say, nothing, uh, to say nothing of the artists who got kicked off Tumblr and generates, to say nothing of the, of the artists who got kicked off of tum Tumblr and generates re revenue for, for them, are there issues with the industry? Absolutely. Is going after Pornhub the answer? No. So I get it. You know, like, like I said, there are people out there that are literally, they are sex workers. That's what they do for a living. That's how they make their money. You know, it's all consensual. They're playing a role. They are acting. They're doing what they need to do. People go there to either buy the clips. I don't know how it works. Buy the clips or I don't know how they make their money. Maybe, they use, maybe it's just like YouTube. Maybe the, the more views you get, the, the more money you make off those, those clicks. Maybe. I think that's, I think that's how it do, it's done. I'm, I'm assuming. Um, but that's something that you can, you know, there are people out there that actually do that, you know. And who's to say that what they do is not, you know, uh, as important as anybody else's job? You know, who's to say? Um, so when you eradicate Pornhub, you're taking out all those people's jobs. You know, all those people's revenue. Shoot, some people, because of the pandemic, I feel a lot more people started leaning towards stuff like OnlyFans and Pornhub. Because they didn't know what else to do. They didn't know how, how to make money anymore. Because they were bartending at a spot and th that place is shut down for good. Or they, you know, working at a company and they got furloughed. You know, some people are just like, F it. I got no other choice. I'm, I'm, I got a great body and I look good. And I'll just, you know, pose naked in a couple of videos and, you know, make, a, make some money off of, off of these sites real quick. 
you know, so, you know, you're taking out of something, you're taking somebody's own income, you're taking the money out of people's pockets. And that's not cool either. You know, but like I said, if it was something deeper than that, if it was literally on uh, ch children, um, you know, uh, sex trafficking, those are the things that he should be talking about more than right. anything else. You know, non-consensual content that is out there is what he should be talking about for show. Said he just left it nice and vague. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he said, uh, uh, Tanovane said, I, I, I'm not sure you can be that shredded over 50 without st steroids. Your body wouldn't recover fast enough to keep it going. But mm. he is uh, he is rich. So he probably has a personal personal sh trainers and chefs. And you never know. Um, he probably has that money. Uh, or that those steroids and it's just going straight to his head, you know, you never know, you yeah. know, and he's like, I'm feeling some type of way. I have this platform and people are listening to me now. I got a point. So then maybe now he's like, hey, everyone needs to be like me. I understand that we all love our, our adult films, but I got addicted and I needed to get away from it. We all need to defund Pornhub. It's funny because as soon as you defund Pornhub, there's going to be another Pornhub site that's going to pop up out of nowhere. There already is like eight I know. billion of them. I, I was going to say majority of the internet like pages. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Everything's that. You know what I'm saying? There's so many other porn sites out there. Like you get rid of one, another one's going to pop up. I mean, it, it just it, it's not going to change. You know, or the company that owns Pornhub is just going to change the name into something else. Hub porn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, porn you, porn tube. Probably something like that there. it's probably out there <laughs> abc porn <laughs> i don't know anyway yeah yogi fish absolutely he's talking from from guilt figgity facts baby he's talking from giggity giggity guilt <laughs> giggity giggity someone, guilt what someone's gonna make a like uh terry cruz porn.com and it's like his best picks <laughs> someone's just gonna troll him hard yeah. Tanovane just said Tanovane just said there's there there are others just as big. I won't advertise in your chat. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want anybody succumbing to temptation or addiction. You know what I mean? Cuz apparently, you know, cuz it is real. There there was a movie. Uh I forgot the name of the movie now. Uh J Joseph Gordon Levitt Levin Levitt was in it. Um where he plays For what a thing? Huh? What does he play? He plays this dude who is addicted to porn. But then he's trying to find love at the same time. Oh, Don John. Don John. There you go. Don John. And he's just like, you know, like, I guess he's finding emptiness with his addiction to porn, but also trying to find love. It's not a great movie. It's not that great. Um, but uh, it's, it's a real movie. That he that Joseph Gordon Levitt actually wrote, <laughs> and it's all mm -hmm. about that, you know. Um, and Tony Dance is in it. Tony Dance is <laughs> in it. Scarlett Johansson's in it. You know, there's there's some people in the movie, for sure. Uh, uh, Julianne Moore is in it as well. Um, but then apparently he learns how to love, you know. But he's all about like the image, you know, like what his addiction to pornography mm -hmm. has made him, like has. 
skewed up his view of women and how he perceives women and what the perfect woman is, is in his mind because of his addiction to porn. But then once he gets rid of his addiction to porn, he starts to realize that women, you know, there's beauty in all women and all this stuff. It's, 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 it's not the, it's not a great movie. It's not, it's not, but I just thought it was very interesting that it was a movie, you know, about a dude addicted to porn, you know? Um, it's weird. Uh, Shaniko said defund cigarettes yeah see please we should do that instead that's what I think you know what I'm saying that's what I think ah you know uh, Mr. T12 said reminds me of the movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix Um, good movie that's a difference there's a difference you know Um, he wasn't addicted to anything like no uh, porn no porn or anything he was just uh just a, a lonely guy who just fell in love with a AI that was like linked in his ear. You know what I mean? Like this in the future and AIs can be anything at this point, but it's all voice. And he like falls in love with this voice, you know, that's in this earpiece that he has. And um, yeah, it's a interesting movie as well, but that one's well done. Don John, meh, you know, it's entertaining for what it's worth. But anyway, it is time to get going, guys. Um, I want to say a big thank you to everyone who tuned in today. Every single one, every last one of y'all. You guys are incredible. I really appreciate that. Thank you for the phone call, uh, Mr. T12. Thank you for coming in and putting in your two cents. You know, um, I, I really do appreciate that. Um, and, uh, of course, the phone lines will always be open. Uh, for people to call in and be a part of the conversation. And for those of y'all who are just in for the first time, like I always say, our show is Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. I will be on tonight. I might be a little bit late. It might be more like a 7.30 uh, p.m. show this evening. Um, just be on the lookout. I'll probably put, I will put something out on the uh, community page in a, in a few hours. I'm just trying to figure something out in regards to a scheduling uh, issue. Um, but I will be in touch soon, uh, but I will be on tonight to talk about things for a good hour. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. And if you haven't done it yet, hit that subscribe button down below. We really, really would appreciate that. Check out our merch if you can. And, uh, if you're interested, go and check out that conversation I had, uh, with my late father that I did two years ago. Um, if you're just interested in learning and being inspired to have a conversation with your own parents. I highly, highly recommend doing that as well. Um, so anyway, check out our merch, check out that interview with my dad and I'll be on tonight at around seven o'clock, but I'll let you know in the community section for sure. Jack, thank you so much for being on today. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. You know, good seeing you guys. <laughs> always always man um and of course we'll have full team back on the show tomorrow as always 9 a.m central standard time be on the lookout for this evening we'll be having a conversation and having a good time so anyway i gotta get going be good to yourselves be good to one another have a great afternoon guys see you this evening this is the pascal show bye